Hey everybody, Bina007 back for a couple of movie reviews of films that are out in the UK this Friday, February 23rd. The first is Dark River, which is a small budget independent film that's so intense and so worth watching. And the second is I, Tonya, which is inevitably the more well-known. It's getting lots of award nominations, particularly for Alice and Janney, and tells the story of the ice skater Tonya Harding. Let's begin with Dark River first. This is a movie made by a director called Clio Barnard, who is one of the best of the British independent auteurs working today. It was, I felt, one of the finest films that I saw at the London Film Festival last year. It's only 90 minutes or just under, but it's so intense, so dark, so sparse that it was a film that really put me through the emotional ringer. It plays like a claustrophobic chamber drama, just very beautifully acted and edited. It's so lean, there's not a spare ounce of fat on the bones of this film. And it rests on the performances of its two lead actors. The first is Ruth Wilson, who many of you will know from the HBO drama The Affair, and Mark Stanley, who had a small role in Game of Thrones as Gren. They both play a brother and sister who have been brought up on this rural sheep farm in the north of England. Stunning landscapes, but very austere and harsh. And that reflects the family relationship in which they've been raised. Alice, we don't know at first why, but has been away for 15 years and she returns home when their father has died. And there's obviously massive resentment because obviously the brothers had to run the farm in this time without her and maybe feels abandoned. We soon come to realise that the reason why Alice left is because she was horribly sexually abused by her father and that she simply had to escape, but that in returning she wants to take possession, maybe get closure on her own life but take possession of the farm and they're tenant farmers so someone else owns the farm and their life is very precarious they have to prove that it's a going concern to keep it and this causes great tension between the siblings because joe the brother believes that he should be the one to inherit the farm not alice because he's the one who's kept it up all these years but he's obviously very stubborn very stuck in his old ways and Alice is the one who now has, has been travelling and has experienced what modern farming should be. What I love about this film is its intense physicality. It's a very sparse screenplay. There's not much that's said. It's all about the interactions between the siblings and what is felt without using words. There's also something really committed about the performances here, and particularly Ruth Wilson as Alice, because she has to undertake really hard farm work. She shears sheep, um, and she does so. I mean, it's, this is her having immersed herself in that character and learnt how to do these things. And it's incredibly powerful because you have a woman who is so capable and doing these very intense physical things that one would expect a man to do. But underneath is this deep vulnerability from her childhood trauma. And I think this is something that also comes through in the affair. The ability of Ruth Wilson to at once portray strength and deep vulnerability. And I, and I love her as an actress because I think you really see that on her face in every scene. 
I think what was more surprising to me in this film is the performance of Mark Stanley, who I didn't know as much. And as this film develops into a very tense, emotional confrontation, he more than matches Wilson in his performance. And I don't want to say more because I don't want to spoil the film, but I think it's one of the most haunting things I've seen in cinema in 2017. What was fascinating to me is that when I left the cinema with this very clear idea of what had unraveled, um, the person who I'd watched it with had a completely different interpretation. And I love that. I love the fact that this is a film that's slippery enough to allow that. So I know I haven't made Dark River sound like a lot of fun, and it isn't. It's, it's, in a sense, it's the best of what film can do, because through its landscape photography and through just the physicality of these two characters being together, you learn so much of their shared history and of the conflicts that unite them. And I think this is just another fantastic film by Clio Bernard, and I really hope it gets a good audience and finds the audience it deserves. For those of you who love slightly more challenging and gritty cinema, so that's Dark River. I really hope you'll make an effort to check it out. It has a running time of 89 minutes. It played the Toronto and London Film Festivals last year. It opens in the UK and Ireland on February 23rd and in the Netherlands on August 2nd. It's rated 15 in the UK for strong language. Okay, so now on to a film that's also about childhood abuse and adult sexual abuse, but is played in a far different style and tone. It's the movie I, Tonya, which is getting lots of awards uh, for Alison Janney, for Margot Robbie, who stars in it. And it's basically the tale of the Olympic figure skater Tonya Harding. And for those of you who were alive and watching the Olympics back in the early 90s, you'll remember her as the person who apparently was involved in an attempt by her ex-husband to knife her skating rival, Nancy Kerrigan. And she was very much seen as the bad girl of ice skating. She was, you know, trailer trash, if you want to use the pejorative language. Whereas Nancy Kerrigan was this lovely ice skating princess. And the conventional narrative is that Tonya was jealous, she couldn't compete and arranged for the stabbing. So completely against the definition of good sportsmanship. What this movie hopes to do is give you an idea of what led her to that moment and actually give us sympathy for Tonya Harding because she really did grow up in the most horrific of circumstances. Her mother was one of these pushy sports mums, um, incredibly abusive, both physically and emotionally. Pushed Tanya into becoming an ice skater, at which she was incredibly good, but did come up against the prejudice of the American Ice Skating Federation, who wanted someone who was more marketable, more packageable. And, you know, there's Tonya Harding in her cheap, um, glitzy, made-at-home outfits that are just not quite stylish enough. And then, of course, Tonya escapes from her horrid mother into the first relationship she comes across. Her husband, played by Sebastian Stan from the Captain America movies, is similarly abusive, um, horrifically so, and that is shown clearly on screen. So this is not a film for the squeamish, but I think it's important to see this woman and what she endured. At any rate, they break up. They are apparently forced back together because the Skating Federation wants a happy couple with a stable home life. And as Tonya says, that's just not something she has. So she kind of has to manufacture it. 
And then we get these utter goons, her husband and his friends, just trying to arrange this stabbing of Nancy Kerrigan to ensure Tanya's, Tanya's clear path forward. And it's so amateur and so ridiculous. Of course, they're going to get found out. And the husband eventually does serve time in prison. What's fascinating about this film is that it understands that the narrative is contested. And if you read, there's a brilliant book called The Tonya Tapes, which was going to be the foundation of a biography, but ends up being transcribed tapes that Tonya Harding made with the author is that everything in this film, as outlandish as it might appear, is something that Tonya has claimed. In fact, she goes further in the tapes and says other stuff, which is really coercive and horrific. But that when it comes to exactly who was involved in the stabbing and whether Tonya was complicit in ringing up Nancy Kerrigan's ice drink and trying to find out her skating times, it's very slippery. Um, I think what the film tries to do is take the attitude that Tonya kind of in the background knew it was happening that these goons were doing something stupid but thought it was very peripheral and was just concentrating on trying to lose weight and get fit and do her thing for the Olympics. The impression that I got from the film is that this is a girl who just wants to skate and is surrounded by so much white noise and emotional complexity that she almost has to zone out. And that involves zoning out on, on this plot against Nancy Kerrigan. And maybe that's giving her an easy pass. And what happened to Nancy is obviously horrific. But you do, however, also get from the film that she is unwilling to take responsibility for her actions so at one point she's talking about you know getting fit and then it cuts to a montage of her drinking and smoking and you know behaviors that are not conducive to being an olympic athlete so i think the film really gets it right in how it shows the complexity and the conflicting narratives and it reminded me a lot actually of a film called 24 hour party people which is a film made in 2002 by the director Michael Winterbottom about Tony Wilson, this British music producer played by Steve Coogan. And that used that same montage, conflicting testimony approach. And it also used character speaking director camera to kind of make their case. Um, and I think this is exactly the same way of putting together a film and it works really well here. I have to say that I was alive and very fascinated by this whole story when it came out. So I was the natural audience for this film. But I don't think you have to know about it beforehand or be into Olympic figure skating to get a lot out of this movie. It is sometimes incredibly funny. It's put together with such energy and forward momentum that I think it will sweep you along regardless. The script is truly brilliant and it just benefits from amazingly strong performances. I think Margot Robbie as... Um, as Tonya Harding both looks like her I mean they've done really well to get that sort of like late 80s early 90s horrific hair and costumes um, she's obviously worked on some of the skating scenes and it's it's a great performance of this deeply vulnerable but actually also very committed athlete um, Alison Janney who plays her horrific mother Lavonna is obviously winning lots of awards and it is a great performance. I think it does 
I mean, it's hard for it not to veer into pastiche because the physical look of the woman is so extreme. And she is just such a hateful figure. I mean, this is not a characterization that has any nuance to it. She is the big bad of the film. Um, so whether or not it's the most nuanced of Alice and Janney's performances, I don't know. But it's certainly immensely entertaining. It's kind of interesting to me that this film hasn't so much been getting awards for its direction. But as I said before, by choosing the right type of way of telling the story, that you're half the way there. And the director, Craig Gillespie, who previously did Lars and the Real Girl, which was a small indie film I really loved. I think he does what many sports directors don't do, which is he kept the skating scenes really kinetic and energized and knew when to pull back the camera and how to use CGI to morph real footage with Margot Robbie. And, you know, this film is going to ultimately fall or die by, you know, how good the skating scenes are. And by using handheld camera work up close in the characters' faces, he gives it a really brutal intimacy, which again, I think just perfectly matches the subject matter. I think overall, this is a film that moves us way beyond our tabloid understanding of the subject matter. But also, although this is a very heightened example, a very famous, notorious real world example of what physical, emotional abuse can do to a woman, I think it becomes relatable because it is just that it's basically an intense story about failed relationships. Um, And to that extent, as I said before, I just think it's very interesting, fascinating, relatable. So I love Itonia. I think it's a really well-made film. I love the central performances and everything about it. And I I really hope you have fun watching it. It is, however, you know, a tough watch in its moments because it doesn't shy away from showing physical violence. So just be aware of that when going to see it. Itonia has a running time of 119 minutes. It's rated R in the USA and 15 in the UK for very strong language and scenes of domestic violence. The movie played Toronto last year and opened last year in the USA and Canada. It opens in the UK and Ireland this weekend, February 23rd. Actually, it also opens in Belgium, France, the Netherlands and Spain this weekend. It opens on March 1st in Germany and March 15th in Australia. So whatever you choose to watch at the cinema this weekend, and there are some other really great films out, I hope you have fun. Black Panther's still out there, so I'm sure a lot of people will be catching up on that with all the buzz. But please don't overlook Dark River. It's such a great film, and it would be a shame if it got lost in all the commotion. And I, Tonya is another very worthy awards winner that uh, deserves your attention. Thank you very much for listening. (laughs) 